With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, and welcome to the Run Around League podcast. I'm your host, former NFL scout, Tyler Roman. Today's episode, I'm going to take a look back at Super Bowl 56 between Los Angeles Rams and Cincinnati Bengals. It was an awesome game that led to the Rams getting their second Super Bowl victory in franchise history. With the 2021 season in the books, I also have my first mock draft of the season on the pod. A lot to get to, so let's get started. Looking at Super Bowl, obviously it was a great game. Um, the Rams came out victorious. The Bengals had you know, a chance to win that second half. Um, it made some plays come right out of halftime. First play of the second half was a touchdown to T. Higgins. Obviously it was a little controversial no call with him pulling Jalen Ramsey's uh, face mask. Yeah, they didn't call it, um, but again, it was a great adjustment by T. Higgins. And then the next play, really the next on the next drive, my staff threw an interception. Really more on the fault of Ben Skronik, um, the receiver, Ricky. I know that's a receiver from uh, Notre Dame that came in after Odell Beckham's injury, and that was a big difference for them. That offense did nothing until really that fourth quarter after Odell got hurt. Um, that, your heart goes out to Odell, obviously coming now second ACL tear in the same knee and. Less than two years, so um, hopefully he gets back to full strength and you know get back to being the receiver that he showed with the Rams and even where he was with the Giants. Um, had the first session on the game for the Rams, and you know again Matthew Stafford uh, really helped him in that fourth quarter with clutch throws. Again, they, the offense is a little stagnant there most of the second half. Um, this is the reason they went to go get him. Uh, less needs, no picks mentality paid off. Uh, they got a Super Bowl out of it. And they don't really have, I think, a pick to the fourth round this year based off the Matt Stafford trade and the Von Miller trades. Von Miller had a sack as well. Um, it all it all worked out. You know, Aaron Donald and Cooper Cup were the difference makers. Both could have been the Super Bowl MVP. Cooper Cup is the one that got it, though. Donald was, you know, a tear all game. And um, definitely in the second half, it really obviously that last drive of the game where he kind of closed the game. Um, he was Mariano Rivera. He closed that game out um, and, you know, really did, you know, give the Rams that the World Championship and Cooper Cup was amazing that last drive. Everyone in the country knew that ball was going to Cooper Cup, really, that whole drive, and the Bengals still weren't able to stop it. So it's a testament of a really good receiver. Um, and, again, they, they're very deserving of Super Bowl champions. Like I said, less, me, less needs. Um, wore that shirt of the parade. It says F them picks, which obviously is pretty funny. Um, and, you know, again, that strategy doesn't work for everyone, but it paid off for the Rams. And, they're going to try to go for a repeat next year. Um, the Cincinnati Bengals, I think, would have won with an offensive line. I mean, Burrow was sacked seven times. Um, and, you know, I was evident of a very, very poor offensive line. Jonathan Williams is Jonah Williams, really the only starter on that uh, left tackle. And left tackle was really, really quality starting offensive lineman in this league. Um, Trey Hopkins, the center, is debatable as well, but they need a lot of help. They should go after Brandon Sheriff or Teron Armstead or Connor Williams and draft. Because I am Johnson in the first round, if he's available, they definitely need to make some upgrades there because they were a Super Bowl winning team really this year. They had offensive line. Um, Jamar Chase, you know, did a really good job with Jalen Ramsey. That long catch he had in the first half was an amazing, beautiful catch, one handed down the sidelines. That burst of acceleration when the ball's in the air, just you know, he left Jalen Ramsey in the dust and shows why he's going to be best receiver in the league in the NFL very soon. Um, and their defense is awesome. They did a really good job against the Rams. Uh, really, that whole second half, they have you know good front four. Trey Henderson, Sam Hubbard, um, DJ Reader, Logan Wilson made the plays linebacker. He had unfortunately had that BSPI call towards the end of the game on Cup, 
might have been a make a call for the T. Higgins one, but I don't really, really see that was a pass interference. It was you know, pretty good defense from a linebacker on Cooper Cup. Um, but again, the defense held up very well. They have good safeties in Vaughn Bell and Jesse Bates. Jesse Bates is a free agent. So um, again, that defense is very good. And that, that team has a very, very bright future. That AFC is stacked with Mahomes and the Chiefs and Burrow and the Bengals, John, um, Josh Allen and the Bills, Justin Herbert and the Chargers. Um, a lot of really good young quarterbacks in that conference. And um, Joe Burrow is right up there, um, you know, top two, top three. So um, that team, you know, could be a Super Bowl winning team next year as long as they get off the line that they have all the pieces so um again a really good super bowl sucks the season's over uh, but it's great to you know end on a good note like that moving to that my mock draft okay i have my first pick with the jacksonville jaguars i'm going with evan neal tackle from alabama he's a huge human being like seven six excuse me six seven three thirty um the jaguars could go aiden hutchinson or cave on thibodeau but um those are better you know quality prospects but they already have some good edge rushers and Josh Allen and Caleb on chase on two recent first round picks and they need a left tackle badly to protect Trevor Lawrence. So I'll go with Evan Neal there. Lions number two, taking a hometown kid, Aiden Hutchinson, Divas end from Michigan. High motor guy, never takes a playoff. Um, was a Heisman finalist this past year. I'm um, a great for the Lions. And number three of the Texans taking edge rusher, Kayvon Thibodeau from Oregon. Um, all the talent in the world. Been a lot of buzz on him recently about his work ethic and not being consistent on film, which I can see that to an, to an extent as well. So you definitely have to clear that up to be a top, you know, three, top five, six pick, which I think he still will. The talent where it's there and apparently has off-field interest as well, which is not a big deal, I don't think. But I know a lot of people take stock in that. I think I heard him say that he wants to be Michael Strahan, um, you know, I guess with that TV career after his playing career, which, you know, obviously is a little worrisome. He's already thinking about that and he hasn't even played a snap in the NFL. But either way, his talent, I think, outweighs that. And I think he's going to be a really, really good NFL player. I think Texans will get a good pick there at three. Number four, the Jets taking Kyle Hamilton from Notre Dame. Um, he's a transcendent safety uh, prospect. Um, I think he's going to be a B6'4", 220. Um, great ball skills, center fielder type. Um, he's going to replace Marcus May there. He'd be a great pick for the Jets at number four. Number five, the Giants taking Ecom Ukwano from NC State. Uh, left tackle, you know, pro, uh, prospect. He's going to probably play right tackle with Andrew Thomas at left tackle for the Giants. It'd be some really good bu- bookend tackles for Daniel Jones and um, Brian Dable to work with in New York. At six, I have the first quarterback off the board. I have the Panthers taking quarterback Kenny Pickett. I don't think he's this quality of a prospect, but I think Matt Rule really loves Kenny Pickett. He recruited him hard at Temple when uh, he was at Coach at Temple when Kenny Pickett was coming out of high school. I think that love is still there. I think he's going to try to push for a guy like that, someone that he can win with right away because he needs it. His, his job is in trouble there in Carolina. So I think Kenny Pickett goes to Carolina at pick six. At seven, you have the Giants pick again, having the Chicago Bears pick, having going with linebacker Devin Lloyd from Utah. 6'3", guy, really good um, former safety player. Now he's a linebacker. I think he'd be a really good pick for the Giants um, in that defense, and especially in that new regime like led by Dayball. Number eight, I have Atlanta taking cornerback Darren Stingley Jr. from LSU. This is a guy that had an amazing freshman year, has some injuries and, you know, COVID, you know, seasons and sophomore, junior year. Didn't have his great, you know, tape, you know, but his freshman year was unreal. He was a top three, top two pick of that. He came out of his freshman year. So I think the Falcons could pair him with, uh, AJ Terrell and have you know great cornerbacks there in Atlanta. Um, I think they can go quarterback here as well. You just sit behind Matt Ryan, but for right now, I'm going with Derek Stingley Jr. At number nine, I have the Denver Broncos going the Kobe Dean linebacker from Georgia. Um, another guy that's sideline to sideline linebacker ability. The Broncos are very very weak in that three four inside linebacker position. I think Kobe Dean would be a really good pick for there to go to already really good defense in Denver. Number ten, I have the Jets again from the Seattle Seahawks trade taking O-tackle, excuse me, off-tackle Charles Cross from Mississippi State. 
Um, the Jets, you know, get someone that can pair with Makai Becton. Um, Morgan Moses is a free agent. I think those, again, have good a good left and right tackle for um, Zach Wilson can only go, you know, only make him better and make that team better for the future. All right, 11, we have the Washington Commanders. Uh, we have quarterback Malik Willis on the board here, someone that I'm very intrigued by. I think someone they can listen to. All intents and purposes, I don't think they're going to draft a quarterback at 11. Um, or, you know, every, all the signs point is they really like that. Well, Kenny Pickett would be their pick at 11. F4 quarterback doesn't sound like any other quarterback they value right now at pick 11. So based off that, I think I'm going to go with the best player available here. I would love it for Derek Steenley or Kyle Hamilton would be on the board. But I think they should go with another weapon here. Uh, Garrett Wilson, wide receiver from Ohio State. I think he's a, right there at number one receiver in this class. I like Jamison Williams as well, but Jamison tore an ACL, puts him down the board a little bit. But Wilson's a guy, I love the way he gets off the line. He's six foot, 180. He's like wiry type, but he's like an acrobat in the air. I love the way he attacks the ball. Plays bigger than his size. He's great after the catch. He'll run you over. He'll stiff arm you. Um, he's a guy that I'd love to pair with Terry McLaurin and uh, Curtis Samuel on the slot. You have three Ohio State guys. I mean, it's worked out for them going to Terry for Ohio State. And Curtis Samuel, I think, still will be a good quality player for the Commanders once he gets healthy. That if you have Garrett Wilson, Terry McLaurin, and Curtis Samuel to throw to whoever that quarterback is, whether it's a Jimmy Garoppolo type or Mitch Trubisky or someone they draft in the second round, I think it'd be a really, really good building block for this um, Washington Commanders organization. At 12 are the Minnesota Vikings taking quarterback Malik Willis from Liberty. Um, I know this might be a little surprising, but I think Minnesota is trying to move on from Kirk. It seems that way. I know Kevin O'Connell is going to be someone that's worked with Kirk before and they have a good rapport, but I think Malik Willis gives them someone to sit behind Kirk for at least a year, which Malik Willis needs to do, and maybe take over in a year or two, um, you know, and, and throw in a guy like Justin Jefferson and hand it off to Dalvin Cook and also Adam Thielen there, of course. So I think Malik Willis would be a really good spot there for him because he could sit and learn behind Kirk for at least a year or two. Number 13, I have Cleveland taking wide receiver Drake London from USC. They badly need another receiver after cutting Odell. Um, Landry took a step back last year with the injuries. Donovan Peoples-Jones had a pretty solid year in his second year for Michigan, but he's not, you know, number one receiver in the NFL. Jake, Drake London has that capability. He had 1,000 yards just eight games last year for USC, uh, and I think he'd be a really good, you know, big target for Baker to throw to. Um, at 14, of the Baltimore Ravens taking center Tyler Linderbaum from Iowa. Um, he's an absolute road grader from Iowa. You know, sits in that same vein of a Brandon Sheriff type and all that Iowa um, factory that is their offensive line. Um, they produce in the NFL. And Linderbaum's a the guy they, the Raven Center is, uh, is currently a free agent. So I think Linderbaum's a guy that could take over for them and you know, protect Lamar Jackson. 15, you have the Eagles picking from the Miami Dolphins trade. Having going with cornerback Ahmad Sauce Gardner from Cincinnati. Sauce is probably the best nickname in this whole class. Um, he's a guy that could even challenge Derek Seema to go to the first corner in, the, in this draft. I think Philly could you know, pair him with Darius Slay and have some really good corners um, for the foreseeable future and someone that could take over Darius Slay eventually as a number one corner. 16 of the Philadelphia Eagles taking DN Trayvon Walker from Georgia. This is the pick they got from the Carson Wentz trade. Um, Trayvon Walker is a guy that can you know pair with Josh Sweat and you know bring some terror to the quarterbacks in the NFC East. Um, Derek Barnett's a free agent, and Trevor Walker's a guy that can step into his shoes. At seven, uh, 17, I have the Los Angeles Chargers taking deep to tackle Jordan Davis from Georgia. This is another huge human being. He's like 340-66. Um, he's a guy that's an absolute you know, run stuffer. You can't run on him. He you double team him. It doesn't matter. You're not going to move him. He's just massive. So I think the Chargers have been horrible at stopping the run recently, especially last year. That really is the reason they lost to the Raiders that last game of the year where they could have made the playoffs. I think Jordan Davis would go really um, big step in helping them you know, rectify that problem. At 18, you have the Saints. They could definitely go quarterback here, but I think another team is going to try to go outside um, for the draft, maybe free agency or trade. Just that they have a uh, very good playoff containing roster already, so I don't think they want to wait for a rookie. So I'm going with tackle Trevor Penny from Northern Iowa. 
After Jim and I was a small school. I mean, he did really well at the Senior Bowl. He's a nasty streak. He constantly was trying to pick fights with the one-on-one drills against events, the defensive ends and um, at the Senior Bowl practices. So I think the Saints could use him stepping in for Teron Armstead as a free agent, and the Saints really don't have the money to sign him, re-sign him. 19 of the Eagles taking a wide receiver for the third straight year. This is their third pick of the first round, so they really can you know, pick and choose what they want. Had the going wide receiver, Chris Olave from Ohio State. He's the most touchdowns, receiving touchdowns in Ohio State history, which is a lot. Says a lot for a team that's had so many great receivers come to that uh, program. You know, Chris Carter, Michael Thomas, Terry McLaurin. Um, you know, list goes on and on. I'm missing some, but um, just, you know, those guys. Chris Olave is a guy they compare with Devontae Smith. Um, and even Jalen Rager, if he finally has his potential, they have some nice, you know, weapons for Jalen Hurts to look to. At 20, of the Pittsburgh Steelers taking quarterback Matt Corral from Ole Miss. Um, he's a mobile quarterback. Seems like Tomlin wants to go in that go in that vein. Um, there's a team that I think they could trade her from Malik Willis. They really cited him at the Senior Bowl. But Adam taking sticking here and taking Matt Corral from Ole Miss. Um, again, he has a really good arm. Another, like, why are we body type? He reminds me of Taylor Heineke, but better, um, more talented. Um, I think someone that can, you know, sit behind Mason Rudolph seems like they really want him to play, or even, I guess, maybe Hastings, or maybe they go out and sign like Mariota or someone like that um, to play for 2021. 21 of the Patriots taking wide receiver Traylon Burks from Arkansas. This dude's 6'3", 230. He plays a lot in the slot. He's a freak athlete. He's going to run a really good time at the combine. Um, he's a guy that could be a huge target for Mac Jones. Um, figuratively and literally, they need a lot of help um, for, for Mac to you know even hit another level after his really solid rookie year. But Burks is a guy that can go a long way in that. They've had a lot of trouble drafting receivers in the first round. But I think Burks can maybe um, buck that trend and give Mac Jones a number one target. Number 22, the Las Vegas Raiders taking wide receiver Jamison Williams from Alabama. He's obviously coming off a torn ACL. He might be ready week one, but I don't know. Um, Jamison's a guy that is super duper speed i'm gonna be a 4-3 guy if you know he you know hits that after his injury um and the raiders obviously we know their love for speed and they could use a guy like jameson williams to replace a reduction they pr- thought they were going to potentially go with henry ruggs and it looks like Derek carr is going to stay so he, he has you know he can throw a great deep ball i think james williams would be a great guy for him to have 23 of the arizona cardinals taking ed Richard david ojabo from michigan he was overshadowed by his teammate Aiden Hutchinson, um, who again, who was a Heisman finalist. But Job is another double-digit sack guy, someone that can replace Chandler Jones. The Cardinals might not be able to resign him this offseason. Uh, Ajabo was a guy that could really, you know, I think be a 10 sack a year guy his rookie year. 24 of the Dallas Cowboys in cornerback Trent McDuffie from Washington. Um, obviously, the Trayvon Diggs had a breakout year for Dallas, but McDuffie's a guy they can pair with him. Um, Anthony Brown's a guy that constantly got beat on the other side of Diggs. They need to replace him. McDuffie's a guy that can be a really starting, really quality solid court in this league and, and help that defense get better even after the big step it took last year. 25, the Buffalo Bills taking cornerback, uh, excuse me, cornerback Kyler Gordon from Washington. Washington has some talented cornerbacks, you know, going back to back here. Um, Buffalo, Levi Wallace is a free agent. Tredavious White's coming off a torn ACL. They need some more help in that secondary, um, especially evident in that 13-second drive that Patrick Mahomes tore up the Bills to set up a game-time field goal. Kyler Gordon is another guy that can help um, and even play for Travis White if he's still suffering from his injury or someone that, again, that can play on the opposite of Travis White. 26 of the Titans taking edge wrestler Jermaine Johnson, the second from Florida State. He's a Georgia transfer, had a great year at Florida State, double just sacks, led ACC in sacks. Um, they could potentially use Harold Landry um, to free agency. I don't think they should because he's a really good young pass rusher for them. But if they can't, they already paid Pud Debris. They might not be able to pay both of them. So if you put, pair Jermaine Johnson the cycle Pud Debris, you still have some really good bookends there on the edge. 27, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking guard Zion Johnson from Boston College. 
Um, there's another team that could quarterback, but I think they're going to want to trade for someone or sign someone after um, legend Tom Brady retired. Uh, Zion Johnson's a guy that play guard or center. Um, well, he's been learning more center. It seemed like he might be trying to set himself to play that in the NFL. They're going to potentially use Ryan Jensen in free agency. Zion Johnson could you know, play center or he could stick a guard. He's, I think, in my opinion, a top two um, guard or center in the NFL draft this uh, upcoming class. Number 28, the backers uh, taking addresser George Karlovitis from per- Purdue. Um, he's a guy that kind of reminds me of Kerrigan, you know, being another address from Purdue. Um, he can be someone that could replace Darius Smith or Preston Smith. They might be cutting one or both those guys for cap reason purposes to keep um, Devonta Adams and Aaron Rodgers and stuff like that. So they can, this is a guy that could pair with Sean Gary. Um, Sean Gary had a huge breakout year last year, um, living up to that potentially had him in the top 15 pick a few years ago. But uh, pairing him with uh, Carlofitis is another good you know pairing for them, especially if, again, if they had to cut the Smith brothers. 29, the Miami Dolphins. This is from the San Francisco 49ers trade, taking tight end Trey McBride from Colorado State. Um, this might be a little rich for them, but Mike Kosecki is a free agent, so they, could, they definitely need someone else for uh, Tua to look to. Um, McBride's another guy that has really sure hands, not the most explosive after the catch, but he's a good route runner and someone that could really you know help Tua in the middle of the field. At 30, of the Kansas City Chiefs taking cornerback Andrew Booth from Clemson. Um, Tredavious Ward's a free agent, and even if they resign him, they just still need a lot of help. Um, you know, evident of, you know, the way Jamar Chase and T. Higgins um, basically dominated them in the regular season and in the conference championship and what um, Gabriel Davis had them in the division around. They need cornerback help. I know they could go receiver here to pair with Hardman and Tyree Kill, but I think they should go cornerback here. I think going Andrew Booth from Clemson. I think it'd be a really quality pick for them. At 31, I have the Cincinnati Bengals taking t- tackle Bernard Raymond from Central Michigan. Talked about it at the beginning of this podcast about the Bengals need to repair that offensive line. Raymond can help from them, start a right tackle for them. Uh, he's an interesting uh, story. He's an exchange student from Austria in high school, and he turned, learned how to play tight end and then eventually a tackle in Central Michigan. And now potentially he could be a first-round pick protecting, protecting a young superstar quarterback in Joe Burrow if he goes to the Bengals 31. And lastly, at 32, the Detroit Lions pick from the Master Stafford trade from the Rams. I haven't taken a quarterback, Sam Howell from UNC. Um, I think Sal's, excuse me, Sam Sal. Sam Howell's more of a second-round pick, but I think the Lions take him here to get that fifth-year option. Um, he had a really good sophomore year. He didn't have his good years, junior year, um, losing all that talent, you know, losing guys like De'Ami Brown and Daz Newsom and, um, you know, guys like that. So um, I think you do well in Detroit if he has a guy like Armand Sun Brown to throw the ball to. They need a lot more help, obviously, on the edge. He on the outside of receiver. They have a great tight end already in TJ Hawkinson. But how's the guy that um, can learn behind golf, you know, sit for a year. He's a mobile guy. I think he's a gritty guy, someone that Dan Campbell is sure attracted to. They got to know them at the Senior Bowl, so I'm sure there's already a rapport there and someone that could really see them taking at the last pick of the first round. Well, with that, that concludes Roman Ryan League episode. The 2021 season is over, unfortunately. The Los Angeles Rams Super Bowl 56 champions looking to repeat next year's Super Bowl 57. This will be my first mock draft of many for this draft season. Draft season, exciting time. I can't wait for it to get here. You can follow me on Twitter at NFLScout21 and Instagram at RomanLeague underscore pod. Thanks for listening. Please hit rate and subscribe. This is your host, Tyler Roman, signing off. See you next time.